going on? Dude, I'm excited for today. Why? It's the first time ever both of us brought laptops. Well, I mean, you're excited. I've, I've got my laptop next to me every single episode. Exactly. This so is the first time I've ever had my laptop. I, I hope you've brought some content because I don't have much. Content, mate. It's I'm, all about content. I finally realized, all right, let's contribute something. I was oh, looking at... Oh, it only took you <laughs> 22 episodes. Well, welcome to Rice and Slice <laughs> Podcast, episode 22. <laughs> it only took Kenji. It only took me... 21 episodes to press to forget to press record on on, on, on last <laughs> week and it only took you 22 episodes to come up with some content to for this finally podcast. thank you something. thank you hopefully this whole podcasting takes off now now, now <laughs> that you're finally putting some work into this no but seriously like i think it was last night i was scrolling through some of our videos and um, i was like damn i need to contribute a bit more well, I didn't want to say it, mate, but I mean, if that's the way you feel. <laughs> took, took 22 episodes. It's fine, it's fine. It's, it's fine. all right. I'm, Listen, just, I'm just a diversity hire. Well, I, I don't know about <laughs> that. I don't know about that. I mean, we're both pretty much diversity hires. Yeah. That's you right. know, but um, welcome back to the episode, to 22. the podcast. Episode number 22. My name is Theo and this is Chenji. Uh, we have, if you're new, welcome. Please like, subscribe, comment. Just do whatever you need to do to get involved in our little world of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to, I like to, what's the word? I like to um, explain this podcast or my, my slogan is, what is it? Above average podcasts with below average golfers. That's right. That's, that's really good. That's actually really good. That should be like we a have, t-shirt. We have to be, we have to pay, uh, patent that. Word. That's, you can you can actually do that. That could be like your job to do. Okay. I don't know. I don't and know. And then we're going to put that on to some merchandise. It. We're going to copyright yeah. it. I mean, who else is going to use that? Well, disrespectable people like us. Yeah, maybe. There we but go. I mean, uh, yeah. I think I've it's kind of funny though. Yeah, it's, very, it's a very good little slogan. Yeah, so. next time. Actually, we need to print out some t-shirts so we, we wear that. Above average. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah. But imagine, like wearing this and then it just says a massive letter saying above average podcast. <laughs> I mean, by the time somebody reads it, they're just going to skip to the next video. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? You okay? Yeah, good man. How are you? I'm all right, mate. Uh, I'm a little bit tired. Play some golf? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Dude, this time last year, we were hanging out by the Top Tracer range almost every single day. What happened to us? <sighs> You're right. I was thinking about that. Like, I think today I was thinking about that or yesterday. What happened? Um, I vowed, well, l- last year... I was in way off, like way worse position in golf, mm-hmm. golf playing. So I was like, I'm going to work hard over winter. And I did. Um, it kind of worked out a little bit. You know, I, I did. Um, Your distances are definitely longer. My distance. Yeah, I can't complain with distance. My aim is not so great, you know, but it's getting there. Uh, I've definitely lost way less balls this season mm-hmm. than what I have last season. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I've lost plenty of balls this season. Um, yeah, seeing that, I think you're actually saving uh, an extra 200 pounds a month. At least. Yeah. Yeah, a month, a month. <laughs> not, not a year. No, a month. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we were going to like a Top Tracer. <laughs> we'll, then we were going to like Miller and Carter and get steak afterwards. Yep. Or sometimes we'll have like pizza there and have a coffee and a hot chocolate. It was like a couple get of beers. A couple of beers. Uh, we would bring our own beers because we're so cheap. And then the people would complain. Because we lost 200 pounds worth of balls in the course. Yeah. But um, yeah, we, 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 li- we put some work in last year. This year, we haven't really done that. I don't know about you, but this year I've, I've been put off by driving ranges. I think because I've been I playing so much golf. Yeah, I think we're using driving ranges. You're wrong. Maybe we, we go there and we just smashed 120 balls. That's not how you're supposed to do it to improve your golf. True, and I think last year this time when we were just kind of still like you know, even though we are below average golfers, mm. right, I think last year this time we were 
below below average goals is. Yes, and next right. year, well, and th- I can't <laughs> wait until we're just average golfers. Just normal average golfers. No, because last year we had fun in the on the driving range because we all we were, all we were doing there is smashing balls and drinking beer and eating chips and whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Right. But this year, I think we actually got a bit more serious into golf. Yes. Right. I agree. And you, you are correct. It's like okay, if we go to the driving range, it's a practice sesh. And we don't really want to practice. And we don't really want to practice. I, d- well, I don't well, know. No, 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 no. We do want to practice, but it's... But if we'd if rather have the time to go to the real course. I agree. But again, we need to put the practice we in. We played so much golf this year, haven't we? We have. And next year... It's going to be... It's going to be... It's going to be jam-packed with content. Not only is it, is it going to be more golf, the places that we have planned to it, go... It's incredible. Shall we, shall it's we just... Little, little hints. Well, not little, little, this is what we're planning on doing. Whether or not this works out or not, I mean... Life kind of comes at you fast sometimes, so it may not work out. But as it stands, Ryder Cup, we're definitely going to. Ryder Cup, baby. No questions asked. We're going to the Ryder Cup on Sunday, on the final day of the Ryder Cup. We're bringing the podcast gear. Well, and we are taking the podcast gear. I was thinking, I was actually thinking about this. What if we took the podcast gear and I found a way to to do a podcast somewhere on, on on the course in the middle of nowhere when there's nobody around? Do you reckon people a, will come for a, on a Ryder Cup Sunday? Yeah, find a place where nobody's around. Yes, at, at the open there was loads of little places, like just in the middle of nowhere. We were there on a practice day. You're right. You're you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's my bad. You're, you're, you're right. I forgot it was a practice day. It was still pretty busy for a practice day. You mean day. on the 18th green? Yeah. Imagine that. Just just podcast ASMR podcast. If we did an ASMR podcast on 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 the Sunday, hey guys, right now we're watching Rory. About to put to win his uh, the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Imagine if we did that. <laughs> that's a, that's actually that's actually really funny. I mean, no, he's got a ten foot putt to actually win. Oh, when he's you're... breaking. He's not breaking. Oh he's my god, he's not. Is it? And then we lose it. Yes, yeah. Europe has won. <laughs> and then there goes. Oh, no, sorry, 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 guys. Go. Okay, we got too excited. Uh, but um, Ryder Cup. yeah, yeah. W- whatever happens, we're definitely taking the podcast gear. We yeah. are going to do a, a podcast there. Yeah. Um, we, we we're booked in to play Wobbin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's booked. That's we're going booked. to Woburn for my birthday. Actually, for your birthday, birthday week, we're playing uh, two courses. Two courses on in two days there. Yeah. Um. I want to go to Bulgaria and play Thrashing Hills. Yeah. Oh no, Thrashing Cliff. Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. That looks pretty do. cool. It looks really good. It's one of the hidden gems of, of the world. Mm. It's uh. It's it's just beautiful, beautiful place. I I want to do like a little three four day island tour with you. Yep. Absolutely. I want to do a little Scotland tour in with the you summer, in the summer. Yeah. Um. That's all I have planned. I'm definitely going to Cyprus on like a little family vacation and yeah, I will be playing in Cyprus. Yeah, Hills. Absolutely. Um, I mean... I, I'll tell you what I really want to do. Mm. Like February or March time, go to... Well, probably February. Go to, like a, go to Portugal or yep. Spain for like a cheeky weekend. I'm, I'm down. You just tell me when and, I, and I'm, I'm there. You don't even need to ask like, oh, do you fancy... I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Brilliant. So you just let me know when Perfect. and I, I'm there, right? Let's do it. Um, but yeah, and plus also like you know that I'll be a member uh, in mm. London. Yeah, you know, we're gonna have some plenty of like nice courses in London to play. Amazing. Um, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. Actually, yeah, go on. I'm gonna miss Kettleston. Yeah, me too. I'm really gonna miss it. Well, you can still play it, mate. You know some people there. And pay seventy five pounds. I no. actually know nobody there. No, I'll I'll, I'll introduce you. I want to play with you, Chenji. Uh, I don't want to play with some random people. Dude, it's alright. You've played with them before. Yeah. So actually, speaking of Kettleston, I was thinking about keeping my membership and I was talking to a friend um, like two weekends ago when I played there. I was like, are you mad? Like, just come play with me and pay 30 pounds each time. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I was just like, 
it, it doesn't right. make sense. You're right. Mate, I don't need to keep a member. I don't so need to even keep a country membership if they offer one. So. It, it's so much money to be a member there and not play every single oh week. No, that's the it's problem, just stupid it? money. So um, speaking of like a new membership as well, so I've been I've been contemplating something. You mm. know, last episode we talked about some courses. You know, courses I'm about to join. Really, I'm, I, I, I want to be members of two clubs. Yes, one is via the business, one's via personal. Right? Yeah, and I was talking about joining Moor Park as a private member. Um, and so obviously I drive currently, and yeah, the thought I drive, the thought of owning a car in Lon- central London, it doesn't make sense. It just it doesn't, doesn't make sense. I, I, I look down on people that drive in London. Like, I look down on myself for driving in central London. And it, well, The traffic that you're going to be stuck in, just it's not worth it. So, basically, I felt increasing. So, I, pay, I paid, like, money for, like, a parking permit. Um, you know, I, I've applied for, like, the congestion charge discounts whatsoever. So, it's just like... And then changed my address and my car insurance immediately increased by, like, another £300. No way. Right? Just like, yep, cool. Just a postcode change immediately, like, up to oh £300. Oh, my God. Okay. And anyway, so... That made me seriously. I mean, I've paid everything, so it's all it's all done already. But I'm just like, oh gosh! Not only is it the cost, but it's just like I just feel bad, right? Like because most of the time I'm gonna go to work or do do my things by taking public transport. Yep, right, which because makes it's sense. quicker. Yep, right, more reliable. Yep, right, and Wait parking obviously. Yep. So the only time I'm gonna use my car is to literally go golf. Is to literally to play golf. I think. So I, th- I contemplated. Right. What other courses that I can go via public transport? Imagine getting an underground now, tube, the underground tube in London. No, but apparently people do that. I've never noticed anybody do I've that. I've never seen anybody do that. Now, okay, so Moor Park actually has a tube station. So there is a tube station called Moor Park, but you have to walk another 30 minutes. 30? Yeah. Which is not too bad. What are you talking about? You're just trying to like sell this dream of, yeah, sell the car. I don't need it. You're going to walk 30 minutes with your bag of cl- clubs, of golf good. clubs. No, but actually to be... Well, You're probably I, like if, crossing if like I A roads. No, no, Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. No, no, no. You are crossing one A road and then you're just walking inside a park uh, into well, the clubhouse well, or whatever. If, if it's only one, then it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But also you can leave your clubs there, can't you? Yeah, I know, mate, but... But it's different. I know it's very different. I mean, luckily I've got two sets, so I'm always going to keep one at home if, in case you want to go to the range or the simulator whatsoever, and then one maybe in the clubhouse. Now, there's another one. Right. Right? Um, which is called the Shire. Shire? The, the Shire. Shire. The, the Shire. Shire. Yeah, I've heard of that. Right? Yeah. It's a, it's the only um, Sevi Ballesteros course. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. In the UK. Okay. It actually looks pretty cool, and it's much closer to, to town. Now... I could take a bus. Hold on. That drops me off. I think the Shire. I'm sorry. Carry on. Anyway, so I was looking at options, right? So there is like a there is a tube station in High Barnet where I can then walk another 25 minutes or 20 minutes or so. It's like a long walk. No one's gonna look at you be like, "Well, anyway." um, But there is another option where you basically like you know take a bus. You have to like get somewhere else to actually take the bus, and it'll literally drop you off by the entrance. That sounds so much work, Chenji. I know. That sounds like so much work. To play some golf on a Saturday morning after, you know, after Listen, a sesh on a Friday In night. my opinion, I can't imagine my life without a car. But then again, yeah. I'm, I'm not living in London. No. Even if I was living in London, I would, I think, I feel like, because most of your family, they're all in China. Mm. So you're not really traveling places to go and see family. You're literally calling them on FaceTime. Yeah, exactly. So with me, there's no way that I wouldn't need a car because to go and see family, to go to this, to go to that, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. 
You could literally, if it wasn't for golf, you literally don't need a if car. If it wasn't for golf, I do not need a car. I was, but, you know, it's been sold already, basically. If it wasn't for golf, yes. that car would have been gone. But I feel like you need to have a car for just backup. Something might happen. Plus, you, need you to know, go if somewhere. we want to go play at the courses and stuff, you know, I can't just expect you to come pick me up every single time. Pay £25 congestion charge. Oh gosh. Yeah, and that's then, right. That's right. Mate, imagine that. I will keep it. Imagine, I'm imagine. I'm I have to come to central I'm, London to I'm pick sorry, you up. I'm sorry, Londoners. I'm creating lung cancer whatsoever, but you know. Mate, you're the least of their problems. Imagine me going to central London, picking you up, and then driving all the way outside of London to go to Woburn, for example. But that's what I did actually for Jin, you know, my friend Jin. Yeah, but can you do that? Like, no, no, I can't. Not no, I, did time, it, I, did it, I did it the first time I met him, right? As a favor, no problem. Yeah. But if it's every time. It, it's painful. It's I'm painful, man. Getting into London is like an hour. Oh, Getting yeah, out of London yeah. is about an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, and then you're playing around a golf. You're tired. Last thing you do is go back into London and then leave and come yeah, home. Yeah, mate, that's long. No, which makes me think, right? Like we've been so spoiled by the golf courses around here. Like you know, yeah. especially my golf course. It's literally like you know, it's on the way between work and home, and it's basically eight minutes or six minutes my drive drive fast from my house, and then five minutes from my work. Yeah, that's not going to happen in London anymore, is it? You know, even the closest, closest course you can go to from London, you know, on a non like rush hour, you're looking at at least 40 minutes drive. Yes. Which makes sense because of traffic and because it's mainly traffic. It's not actually no, that no, far. Like, the, far. Sh- like the Shire is actually only about six miles from central London. That's nothing. It's nothing. But six it's like miles. Takes 50. So I was looking at it this afternoon. I was like, all right, on a, on a nice summer's day after work, how long will it take me to drive to get there? And it was it's like not, it's, 50 it's, minutes for yeah. six miles. You're it's joking. Mad. Stop, start, stop, start. It's, no, that's just I too long. I but I get, I get, anyway, I get why I you're thinking. I get why, you, you know, you're a single Pringle. <laughs> so you're not really going out, seeing people, whatever. If you need to have a date, you can just literally get, a, uh, what do you call it? Like an Uber mm. or a, a tube. You, you don't need to leave London once you're in London, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But because golf is not accessible in central London, no. Imagine if, if there was like a golf course in the middle of London, like Hyde Park, for example. Imagine how expensive that would be. But just because if it's middle of London, rent, you know, th- th- their upkeep, everything for mm. them is going to be so mad. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I wouldn't, but, you know, having a pitch and putt maybe in Hyde Park could make sense, you know? Yeah. Or like a little driving range. Right? I, I actually know. thought about this just now. There must be some like indoor simulators, but like yeah, really are. cool ones. Like I mentioned la- um, last week on the podcast where you can have a drink, you know, mm. there's nice, na- nice little couches. Yeah, there's one in central London. I might go there this weekend, you know. That would be really cool. Man, I'm going to be coming to London so often. You need to sort some sort of bed, bed out for me because I'm going to be, like, living there. <laughs> hey, I need to come out a bit more to actually play, like, you know, golf outside of London because it's, like, pretty expensive to play in London. Yeah, it is. Well, you're going to be a member there. Well, yeah, so, two, two members. So I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to need to, like, fork out some money to play with you. Yeah, Because right. Centurion, if you're a member... Mm-hmm. I have to pay £100. No? Oh, yeah. That's a lot of money. <laughs> That's well, a, lo- a couple of times. Not every day, don't they? Uh, but I mean... Uh, yeah, true. We ha- oh, we can actually say what, we're gonna, what we've been doing all this time. Yeah. With Kettleston, because you're leaving, no? What? Can we no, tell... No, 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 no. No? Nothing, no. <laughs> okay. We'll save it for the next podcast or a different time. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to renew your membership. No, fine, I'm just kidding. Can, can yeah, we? Of course, yeah. Okay. So this is funny. I, oh I can I can I can say I, this. I actually got a few members who listen to this podcast. It does. I'm sure they do it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, oh no, I know, I know one it. of my friend does it. I know one of my friend does okay. it. Okay. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, with Chenji's uh, membership and scheme, it, it's, it's the same case with most like you know decent, well, yes. prestigious golf clubs. Yes. Yeah, even, you're even allowed Kipworth. to take. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're allowed. You're allowed to have guests, but the same guests cannot play for more than 
say six times a year. Okay, and up to <laughs> once every month. So as yeah. you can see from this podcast, if you have listened to the last twenty-two episodes, I feel like in uh, ten of them. I've, no, no, it's not even that. It's, I feel like I'm I'm a I'm a member of <laughs> like as well as Shenji. I mean, so yeah. <laughs> um, basically, the, the way we found out about about this problem, shall we say, was in the summer every weekend, every Sunday, I would go and play with Shenji. Thinking, no problem. We can just book Theo in, put his name down, well, pay go the fee, pay the fine. fee. No, obviously, no problem. Go play, have a good time. Maybe get some food afterwards and yeah, a drink. Yeah, give them as much and, money and as possible. And, and this guy, literally every single weekend, goes to the pro shop and buys a box of Pro V One Left Dash. Yeah, I would get a ball. I would get um, I don't know, a coffee, food, Dude, it's drinks. It's a hundred pounds actually, if you think about it. If give it, or take. Yeah, seriously, like Give a box take. of Pro V's, that's like fifty pounds. Yeah, I mean, you're saying right? it like, I, like um, I was, I was using a box. You every were basically, yeah, basically, but yes, not you quite. Were. Yes, I found quite a few <laughs> Pro V one left dashes. I'm just like, there's no way anybody else about from the users. Okay, my okay, course. okay, all right. So I'm like, if I can find them, like three months later, yeah, yeah, you're yeah definitely yeah. like that. Anyway, fifty pounds for balls, thirty pounds for like a member's guest fee. You know, a, a drink, a drink, maybe some, some carvery. That's hundred pounds, mate. Yeah. So I've given them a lot of money this this, this season, right? Anyway. So um, after like five weeks of on the trot of, of the, uh, the club secretary seeing my name every single Sunday, Chenji gets an email. Not, not the secretary, actually, the general manager. The general manager. <laughs> Chenji gets him an email and says, "Look, I'm really sorry, but if Theo wants to play here again, he needs to become a member. Hmm. Uh, otherwise, he he can only play once a month." So we were like, oh, you know, I was like, oh, no, I can't believe, like, I can't play with you again because they won't yeah. let us, blah, blah, blah. So Chen, I come up, Next not, not Chenji, I come up with this idea. Did you, was it you or was it me? No, I'm, I'm trying to blame myself rather than okay, blame sure. you. No, it's fine. <laughs> it was I'm, Chenji. No, <laughs> it was Chenji's what idea. The <laughs> <laughs> I tried to take the blame and you just passed it on. You, you wanted the blame. Have it. So it was my idea. <laughs> yeah, it was his idea, but I told him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Chenji told me this idea. So I just gave him, I just gave him a call and says, Hey, what's up, Leo? Yes. So um, <laughs> basically, every Sunday afterwards, after that, instead of putting my name, he would put one of my relatives' names. So I've been Stav, Stel, Leo, uh, Dimitri, Kiri, Andreas. Like, I've been so many different You've names. Been everybody. You've been I've everybody. been everybody. And um, yeah, that's the way around it. And I'm, I'm, I'm really, I, really sorry. A lot of people we do we don't do this um, out of spite. We don't do this. We just want to play golf. We love your golf club. I just, you know, I can't afford to to be a member there. I'm, I will tell you that now. Well, you, you can afford to, but then again, it's like... I can't justify not going there at least once a week, if that correct, makes sense. Like, correct, you need to be there to, to get your money's worth in no, a because way. Because you, you stopped your membership mm -hmm. that you were paying a lot of money for. Yes. Because you don't pay enough. No, that's you, not true. What? That's not why I stopped my membership. Really? But the reason why I stopped my, my membership... Sorry, I think what you meant and what I mean is the same thing. It's because I, if for me to be a member at a certain club, let's say you have to play a certain more, amount of time. I, I need to be, to be there once correct, a week. Correct, but that correct, once but a week that I'm playing golf, I would rather play with Chenji. Now Chenji's a member there. Why would I pay a membership if I'm not going to be playing on that club? And then, basically, and then basically, like because I was a member, you were a member, yeah, right, and we were playing at each other's courses yeah, all the time. And it was just like so, we're just like spending so much money, but that was just no need for it. Exactly, my club that I was a member of wasn't really that great, but it still wasn't cheap. It, well, no, compared to yours, it was cheap. Mm. But um, yeah, it was just one of those things. So I thought I, I enjoy playing a bunch of different courses. Rather, so that budget that I would use from, for, for a membership fee, I would just spend that on different courses, which is what I did this year. Yeah. So I went, oh, I've played so many courses. I've got like a stack of like scorecards like that as a souvenir. Yeah. 
mate, so many courses that we played this dude, year. Like I, I keep them in my in my little secret compartment in my stuff tool bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. same. It's brilliant. It's That's like amazing. Uh, same with all the you know the ch poker chips. The, yeah, you know ball markers. The, yeah, 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 yeah. The same. pitchforks, whatsoever. Yeah. I keep them there. I'm just like you know one day five years later. Yeah, that little secret compartment. I want to do so like cool. you know what the scorecards. So cool. I want to do like something with them. Like uh, I don't know, frame them or do like. I don't know, put him like underneath a coffee table and put glass on. Which, on re which reminds me, have you seen like, uh, there's this guy, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really notice his name, but there's a, there's a tour caddy on the PGA Tour. Yeah. He's kept every single one of his like, um, see, that's really cool. Course guides. Yes. Right. That obviously is it's so even cool. so, It's even more cool because obviously like in every single guide that he, he makes notes, right? Yes. You know, to help the player play yeah, yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. read the greens, read the you know, tell Everything. them about the different stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I saw like a picture, basically like this whole room, living room, the stack with yeah. like the course guides. That's very like, cool. From you know some of the best golf yeah. clubs. I'm a big sucker for like board. for like souvenirs That's and things like that. Likewise, I love I love Seriously, like when we go ride a cup, it's going to be dangerous for both of us, mate. I mean, come on, we spent how much money in oh, the open? Can you imagine the ride a cup? Yeah. Anyway, it's going to be bad. Speaking of merchandise, yeah. It actually brings us on nicely to the next uh, to the next topic. Okay. Have you seen the new stuff, the golf stuff that's up for auction, 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 auction for yeah. uh, Tiger Woods stuff, Phil Mickelson stuff, Gary Player no, stuff? No, no, no. All I remember was like um, his putter, right? Right. His so I got putter. Yeah. So they've made a new kind of I don't know lot of stuff. Tiger Woods Sunday red shirt Ooh, from twenty ten. Masters tournament, so the match that the, the Sunday red match worn sh short uh, shirt that Tiger Woods wore on the 2010 Masters is just unbelievable. He's signed by him, and I think he's got like a little message or something on it. But yeah, it's authenticated; it's 100% real, right? Wait, did he win that one? I don't remember. I don't think he won that one. Yeah, uh, because the Tiger Slam was 2010. 20 was it 29, 2010, or was it? Um... Phil Mickelson won that year. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, so why is he going for that much money? Because it's Tiger Woods, mate. No, I know, but like, so to be fair, 2010 is a significant year because Tiger Woods came fourth. Came fourth, yeah, because Tiger didn't win that Masters, but he proceeded to win the following, all following. Oh majors. yes, that's the one. That's yeah, the Tiger right. Slam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, but if he had won that, that would have been the only time somebody's ever yeah. won. The the the. Actually, the no, it was slam. Bobby Jones did, but did in modern he? era, yeah. So that this T-shirt that has been worn by Tiger Woods and signed by him, currently. As we speak, is on forty nine thousand dollars. That's crazy for one shirt. That's just m absolute madness. There's has, a lot of has, has it been washed. Or <laughs> um, I hope it hasn't been washed. I'm not gonna lie. I know, I know right? That'd be uh, pretty, that would I be pretty hope, cool. But... I hope it hasn't been washed. Let's go, I still can't believe it though. Like fifty thousand dollars plus whatever auction fees, auction yeah, fees. Yeah, that, that's what kind of for a shirt, Tiger's shirt that hasn't even. You know, been washed. <laughs> been washed. No, where he hasn't even won that event. No, but still, it's. Tiger I would say. I tell you what, no, because I would rather pay that money for his Sunday red shirt for winning the 2019 Masters. That would be a lot more. That would be way more. Probably, yeah. If not okay. double. All right. Uh, he also has a Tiger Woods personal Nike putter um, that is signed by him as well, which is at 12, 13, nearly thirteen thousand dollars. Yeah, at but the moment. you see, I'd rather pay thirteen thousand dollars for a signed putter rather than like you know. A, sh a signed shirt where he didn't even win the tournament. Yeah, I don't know anything. Don't Tiger Woods, I, I would love. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like a glove, signed glove. glove. It's like, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, that's, that's only eight thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, cheap, cheap. Um, <laughs> there, there's a lot of things. Oh, high grade. Oh, there's a Nike ball. Yeah, that's, that, 
a single Nike ball that's been signed by Tiger Woods. Which is brings us back thousand. to like, you know, you're in the open, there was a guy who was trying, to, you know, trying to see Tiger Woods for the last, I don't know, 10 years, five years or something, right? Well, at the open? At the open, yeah. yeah I remember that guy. He's he, if he gets it signed, so there was this guy at the open. Um, we talked about it in one of the episodes. We did, but you probably weren't listening as, you know, it is what it is. I'll update you now. So there was a bunch of people that were getting signatures from players. And uh, uh, some were fans like me and Chenji and a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> other people were you like... Mean, profe- you mean a bunch of kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So um, there was other people that were like professional signature getters, whatever you call them. Aut- autograph chasers. I don't Aut- know. Autograph chasers. That, that sounds like a proper job. <laughs> uh, what did you do? I'm an autograph chaser, mate. <laughs> Apparently people make a lot of money. Huh? A lot of money. So there was this guy. He had like, he had a bag, like a square, like, an, um, like a rectangle bag. And he had, f- the f- you know, the, the flag tubes... Mm-hmm. And he had a like m- honestly minimum fifty flags in there, and you, he was like, we got talking to the guy. He was really nice. He was talking to us, and he would just pull out the flags and go, "Oh yeah, this is from uh, Masters 2018. All I'm missing is a Tiger Woods signature, and I get like the top ten players. Oh, this is Ryder Cup. This is this. This is uh, whatever, whatever." And I was like, "Whoa, that this is a lot." <clears throat> Sorry. And you also had this massive hand painted painting. Uh, yeah, paint painting of a painting Tiger Woods. made by one of his friends. Of Tiger Woods, it wasn't the best of paintings, but it was it was decent. Yeah, it was decent. It was good. Right. It wasn't like you could tell that this person that painted it is. I don't think it's their full time job, but it was a very good painting. Like you can tell when, you know, you can tell. My friend can paint better. Have you got a friend that can paint? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll get into All that. All right. So write uh, right a cup. No, no chance. It, it, it was this. It was a Tiger Woods painting, and um, all he needed was just Tiger Woods to sign it. And now I'm thinking, if if you look at the prices of the of this stuff, that painting would go for at least fifteen to twenty thousand yeah, dollars, at least, yeah, right? And that painting, he told us that it's been within one foot of Tiger Woods five different times. He even looked at it. He looked at it and he said, "Nice painting." And yeah. then he tried to like get it to sign. He goes, "No, sorry, I can't sign that." What well, makes so, sense? Easy, easy, ten thousand pounds for some payday for somebody. It is, um, but at the same time, um, he was telling us Rory McIlroy. He got to meet him uh, at the DP World Tour a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And what did he... Oh, he had five paintings of Rory. But I don't think you were there. I think no, I you, you, there. you went and... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was actually watching golf. You were actually watching golf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, but I'm the one with the content and the stories, mate. So. <laughs> yeah, go on. yeah, content. Thanks, mate. So he had like four or five paintings of Rory McIlroy. And he went... He just went to like show Rory these paintings and, and like get his uh, like... Autograph, yeah. Autograph. Not, not even his autograph, oh. just to go, oh, look, we, uh, we've got these paintings for you. All right. To uh, gift it No, to, to oh, just okay. to be like, oh, y- you can pick one, but, you know, si- sign a couple, yeah, yeah, basically. So he liked the painting so much, he kept all five. Rory kept all five. A bit vain. <laughs> but then in return, Rory says, uh, meet me at this place at this time in Dubai, you know, like tomorrow at three o'clock at this place. And uh, Rory had loads of, like, Ryder Cup merch. Load. I, I don't know. I can't believe you weren't there no, for this. No, no. You didn't loads, even tell me. I didn't yeah, know that. We, we've seen like a lot of this merch. They had loads of like Ryder Cup merch. And uh, he, Rory's like took like 50 to like an hour uh, out of his day and signed like m- maybe like 100 items for this guy. No and, way. And gave him, gave him everything. There was this Ryder Cup hat that he had that it was is only available for the players for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, and, he, and he has one. And on the visor, it's, there's a perfect signature of Rory McIlroy. And I was like, tell me how much you want. I will buy that off you. And he goes, no, it's not for sale. I'm like, why are you hanging around with it? Why have you got a bag full Wait, of flags? Why does he get... Why, why does he have it with all him? Stuff if why does he have it? it with him? God knows. God, but I was like, how much do you want for that? I'll, it was the perfect 
like brand new hat, like perfectly clip, uh, crystal Why clear white. Why does he bring that? God knows, but he was like, yeah, it, it, I, I would it, it, it be too like scared a, to bring that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like in a in like in a vacuum sealed bag. And I was like, yeah. how much do you want for it? He goes, no, it's not for sale. Like, why would you have it on you then? But yeah, well, so, maybe he's selling it now because Rory's made world number one. So well, maybe I don't, know. Well, I don't know, mate. I don't know, mate. But then again, if he's not no, for sale, actually, just after, give a price. After, after, after that, I was reading an article quite interesting about like and you know, actually a career like these. I mean, what's it called, autograph chasers, right? Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Basically, like you know, you've got somebody who buys all the gear. And hires people, right? Basically, just give it to them like fifty flags or whatsoever, yeah. right? And then tells them to like you know go get autographs from these events, and then I'll buy it off of you at this price. Yes, and then they list it up, you know, online for sale. So it's 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 it's, it's a very it's lucrative a, it's, it's business. Actually, it, it can be a very lucrative business, and you can but a lot of people make six figures every year. Oh, big time! Yeah, but it's it's a hanging around. It's well, but, but then again, you know, do you know how I can compare this to paparazzi? Yeah, because yeah, I, w- yeah, I will tell you yeah, why. Yeah. Nobody likes paparazzi, no. but if you're respectful, not like I know, but like what I've seen, um, there's some paparazzi that will hang around, let's say Justin Bieber, for so long that they end up being friends, mm-hmm. and then Justin Bieber will be respectful to that certain guy, and that guy will be respectful to him because he's a so, professional. Yeah. So as long as like, okay, um, I'm gonna be at this place at this time tomorrow. Come and take ten pictures, and then just can you leave and leave me alone? He goes, yeah, no problem. So they've got that like, um, like professional working relationship. Yes. That un- yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it might be the same with autograph people, but but not in Possibly. that in, in that um, level. I feel like because it will like take you, it will take you a long time to kind of make yourself known out there yes. to get you the respect yeah. from the players yeah. that not only are you chasing this for a quick buck, mm-hmm. but this is actually your career. You are trying to bring genuine joy for other people. Right? Yes, I agree. So, but then again, if you're selling it for stupid amounts of money, surely the player would want something out of it. Yes, but yeah. So yeah, but you know, it is what it is. Very interesting, actually. Speaking of Tiger Woods, go on. All my segues today are on point, dude. Speaking of Tiger Woods, (laughs) a few days ago, I was um, I was a bit bored. I had nothing to watch, so I put back to watch the 2005, the final, the Sunday, the final Sunday of the Masters. Yeah, Tiger Woods won. Yeah. Um, we actually spoke a little bit about this last we did, week, we did. but it was it was when we did not rec- when we, when we weren't recording. We, I forgot to press the record button. Anyway, so I was actually watching it, and uh, after a few holes, I've noticed that on the Saturday. Now listen to this before you answer. On the Saturday, there was rain, r- like really bad rain. The sound of the horn, and they got everybody back into the into the clubhouse. So they had to resume play on the Sunday. I don't, I'm not sure how many holes they've played at, on the Sunday to finish off the Saturday round. Mm-hmm. Let's say it was eight, seven holes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the Sunday morning, Tiger Woods started, I think, at half eight in the morning and finished his Saturday round mm-hmm. for seven holes. Mm-hmm. Let's say he played from, I don't know, 11 to 18, yep. right? And then as soon as he finished, he went in the clubhouse, changed clothes maybe, uh, had a bite, and then went back and started again for his Sunday round. My question is, and I don't know the answer to this. I just want to get your input. Do you think, because he's played the last seven, the last seven holes of the, of the tournament, so he knows the pin position, and he knows exactly how the greens are rolling. He knows exactly like how to approach those those greens and those shots because he's already played them that same day. So the wind is going to be different, but it's not going to be, you know, it's going to be quite the same if anything. So so like, do you think after Tiger Woods finishes his round? They quickly go and change the pin positions. I don't know. I was asking. Actually, that's a good question. You know, because it's, it's because some people have finished the round, haven't they? Some yes. people would have finished the round the early like tea time. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, 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 definitely. In a certain layout. Yes. 
So it would be unfair for somebody to, to use the same layout for two, basically like, you know, for maybe at least for a couple of holes for two consecutive rounds. So it's a very good question. It's a good I, question, I, yeah. I, I, I should have been more prepared. I should have watched the whole thing and then be like, oh, yeah, on the 17th, the pin position is different, for example. You should have, but like, Googled, actually, after that. Well, do people... Yeah, do, no, do, I'll, I'll Google it later. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's a very interesting point because yeah. if you're on the 17th, especially, like, towards the end of, of the round and it's some it's important shots, mm-hmm. and you might be... Yes, he won by, by a pretty big shot difference, mm-hmm. but if it's quite close... You know the pin position. You know like where the best shots are. Oh, they already know. But it's different when you see on on, on a little course guide, and a, on like on a little book, than to actually play the course on that same day. And you know, oh, the greens are, uh, I don't know, they're very hard today, or they're very soft today, or they're very whatever, whatever. They have so much information. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Actually, no, they do. They do change it. They do change it. Yeah, they do change it. Quickly change the uh, day two positions for day three, day four. That yeah. makes sense. Well, there yeah. you go. So absolutely. Question yeah. answered. Yeah, question answered. Speaking of golf, another segue. I mean, this this was not a segue, yeah, but I think, just try, I think I'm that's trying pushing, to. I think that's pushing point. it. I think that's pushing it. I was watching some YouTube videos. Yeah. And uh, like you do every day. Yes. Uh, or that's what I watch. One of my favorite, my number one favorite creator for YouTube videos mm-hmm. is a guy called Eric Anders Lang. Yes. Now, you know how much I, I love this man. I know you love him. I yeah. love this man. He is everything I love about golf, right? And he has a series called Adventures in Golf. Mm-hmm. And what he does, he's living the dream. He gets paid to go all around the world and find these hidden gems and just tell the story. Some golf courses might be incredible. Some courses might be literally one greenkeeper like looking after this course. Some courses uh, in Ireland, they have no greenkeepers. No, they have greenkeepers. They don't have lo- lawn mowers, mm-hmm. but they have sheep. And it's a sheep that are eating the grass and like mowing the grass. It's very interesting. So his latest episode, he went to uh, Vietnam, which is apparently like the new craze of like Asia. To, yeah. Like all the Chinese, Japanese, Korean yeah. people go to Vietnam and play golf. And apparently oh, it's, it's, it's growing to be then the next golf destination in the world. Because Thailand is quite well known to be. Yes. You know, but Vietnam, f- uh, it, it, like, there's some amazing golf courses where the views are incredible, they're v- incredibly look af- looked after. And the golf course that he went to visit, I don't know the name, I should have got the name, but I don't know the name. Um, it was just beautiful. Very, very, very cool. But what got me, the caddies. Now, you play with a caddy. Mm-hmm. What, the caddy's job is to help you point you in the right direction. yeah. yeah. Is to, I don't know, clean your clubs, clean your ball, whatever, whatever. The caddies in Thailand, though, um, they're all women. Vietnam. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Vietnam. Sorry. The caddies in in Vietnam. Racist. (laughs) Barely. (laughs) Anyway, the caddies in Vietnam, um, they're all women. Yeah. Yeah. They tend to be. Yeah. And not only that, they're not there to, like, help you. Like, oh, I think you should hit, um, I don't know, like a draw a five iron in this. What they do is, and this is really cool. I don't know if you know this. Okay. They'll give you the yardage. Cool, yeah. no problem. Yeah, yeah. They, they're they there to hype you up. Yeah. To be like, oh, great shot. Good yeah, shot. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. They're there to, to just make you happy and have a yeah. laugh with you. Yeah. So it's not like a serious round. You're yeah, there to right. laugh and have a great time. That's right. Which is incredible. Yeah. The best part is, though, yeah. when you're on the green, yeah. their job is to... Take a video for you? No. No, no. Is to get the ball, clean it, place it, and then tell you the line. No, oh, so that's that's good. So they tell you the line. So they they're literally like they'll mark your ball. They put a line on the ball. That's what caddies do though. No, like this is next level. Like 
they'll way. literally put put the ball on the line so you're not even reading the green oh, and they'll they're t- reading the green and they're telling you you need to put this right here and it's going to go in and it goes in every yes. single time yes no way they're, how do they know you're like stroke how good it is that's that's your fault that's yeah, your yeah, problem of course but the line is always right if the line is always right and if it's a little bit off and it's your fault they'll be like the caddy will be like i'm so sorry that's my fault it's not you it's me i'm sorry you know whatever whatever oh my but gosh. the whole bit to become a caddy in in vietnam is, is to read the green is to read the green so they spend months and months walking no the way. greens and like they do like vast like uh, like there's so much aim point i don't know what they do but they they are they, they spend so much time on the greens like p- part of becoming a, ca- a caddy, yeah. you have to be able. Like the te- the main test is how good is, 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 is your green reading skills. Yeah. And I thought that was I'll, so I'll funny, what, like so good. I tell you what, though, uh, that's really smart because for like a, for the average golf player, mm-hmm. how h- helpful can they be? You know, on the approach or on the on the tee, it's like you can tell the player this is where you should hit a shot, you should hit a draw, you should hit a fade. Yes. Can we execute a draw or a fade on demand? No, we cannot. Well, we can't. But obviously the pros can. The pros can, yes. Mm-hmm. But you know, most of these people going to play in Vietnam, they are not pros. I can oh, guarantee no, 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 you. No, 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 no. Right? They will be people golfers. at best. There'll be people like us. Yes. There'll be a few like you know really good players, right? Yeah. Most people won't be like you know hovering around twenty handicap, yeah. right? And to tell them to, to hit like a draw it just on this make dog leg left, yeah. just like yeah, I know that. I can't bloody execute it, can't I? Can I? I completely agree. So with you. they'll just be like hyping people up, have yeah. a friendly chat. Yeah. We want you on the green, yeah. where they can actually make work. Basically, like you know, you can actually make a difference in for people's exactly. putting. That's amazing. So they're like, well, I can't help you draw a a, a shot, but I tell you what, I can help you put a twenty four putt. I tell you what, this makes a lot of sense now because you know I'm I'm Chinese, obviously I'm on Chinese social media and Are I watch you? these like, <laughs> no, um, no, yeah, no, um. And I follow these like couple of like golf channels on uh, golf like accounts on Chinese social media. Okay. Right. And people seem to just make all the the putting stroke just looks incredibly awful. Really. You just see like especially some of these women like you know the putting, right? Um, In no the way. Stroke, I wanna, I it's just like some. you know the wrist bend. There is no. It's a huge arc. Yeah, yeah. It just looks a horrible. Like it's a horrible stroke. But every single time it goes in, now obviously, like you know, it's all filmed, so they might having like they might be having second attempts or whatsoever. But right, it's because of the caddies. Yeah, because playing in Asia, playing in China, especially playing in Asia in general, you always have a caddy with you, right? And now it kind of makes sense because I've never played in China like a proper course. Yeah, I've never had a caddy in my life before. No. Right, so I don't know how it feels like. But if they every single time they play, and that's what the caddies do in Asia, they help you read the greens. I tell you what. That will shave a lot of it would lots it of would. shots on it, your. Um, I'll tell you what, just just for, because it's always my, my biggest problem is green reading, right? Yes, I seriously need to go to Mark Benley by the you way. You do, and um, if I had a caddy who can tell me where to go every single time, how, how good would that be? Even, even if can, you're good at golf, it's only going to be one putt. But you know, the, the amount of three putts every single round. Yes, right. I, that would would help me shave at least yeah, five yeah, six yeah. shots on yeah. my round. It's it's very cool, and I like the idea that idea because. You're not there to play the best round of your golf, uh, the best round of your life. Yeah, you're there to have a great time. Absolutely, have a laugh. Yeah, you get to know the caddy. That's like right. up to the point where you're like, by the end, you're like hugging the caddy. Yeah, and you're like, thank, thank you. you. I mean, so you much. just shaved like ten. Thank shots. you so much. Yeah, like, and that's the experience of of golf in Vietnam. And I think that should be like brought over here a little bit, yeah. because over here it's so serious. Like, how how nervous would you be to have a caddy? Really, mm. I mean, I I would be. 
very, very nervous to have a caddy because I don't know, because, because we never had a caddy. If, no, we actually had a, that, if we actually had a caddy, we might be really relaxed. Actually, I don't know, right? mate. I, you're not going to be relaxed. You're going to be like, because he's telling you, okay, it's 160 yards to, I mean, to the pin. To be fair, though, I will say because like you know, one of our goals maybe for next year as well is to go play up, you know, in Scotland. Right? Yeah. Some of these courses, you know, you have to get at least a four caddy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A caddy for 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 a four ball. Yeah. I'd be quite nervous. I tell you what, though, I would be more comfortable having a, a four a ball caddy. Than like an individual caddy. Like an in individual caddy. Because if he's just there, just with you, mm -hmm. you feel like you want to make, make him proud like, in a way. Yeah, yeah, he's watching you. Or, or I think it's Western culture maybe as well. Maybe. Or I think it's like culture. You cultural. want to live up to, oh, I have a caddy because I'm good at golf. Yeah, yeah. So I must play exactly how he wants me to play because mm. he knows the course better than me. Mm. But chances are, I'm going to have way more bad shots than good shots, right? Mm. And if he's like, oh, yeah, just uh, do a little fade 180-yard shot. Whatever, no, but whatever. come on. They're not going to say that you're a bad golfer. Right? No, they won't. But We all know golf is the hardest game in the no, world. But you would still feel like... I think it's cultural because, you know, if I, had a, if I had a Chinese caddy, I'd probably feel like, you know, incredibly confident and hyped up and whatsoever. If I, was if in I Vietnam, had a Scottish caddy... Oh, my God. I, I think whatever you say, you're going to be very nervous. It's going to take I, me I a few know. holes. It's going to be. We went to Centurion and I took me like nine holes to like my heartbeat was so 160 yeah, beats were, per minute. Because it's a new course. It's a nice new course. course it was a nice course. Yeah. I was playing with, with like a new new people. I always yeah. get nervous. Yeah. Imagine yeah. having a caddy next to me. Um, there was like a starter as well. You know, so there was some. There was like a staff at the starter. You know, yeah, first yeah, yeah, yeah. hole, Thankfully, watching us all. Uh, our, our tee shots were actually pretty decent. Yeah, apart from mine, I think I was. Yeah. No, no, Stel yeah, went yeah. ten yards. Bless. Oh him. yeah, sorry, his was actually really bad. Sorry. <laughs> there's a there, there's um, sorry, a vlog on the YouTube channel. Watch our vlog. It's go go really and watch cool. it. It's actually pretty, pretty we need decent. To have, yeah, we need to have more. I will have a lot no, of no, no. vlogs. Next actually. year, when the weather opens up, and if we go to Ireland, Scotland, Bulgaria, even Absolutely. in England, we're definitely going to be filming. You and, know what? Uh, yeah. Speaking of caddies, mm. you this is the perfect transition. Ooh, we're all about segways today. Seriously, this is a perfect segue. I've got, a I've got a quiz for you. You actually have a quiz. I actually have a quiz for you. How many questions? You. Just one. It's a very simple <laughs> question. It's a very simple question. Okay. What does caddy stand for? What? What? Where does caddy come from? The oh. word caddy. Okay. And actually, what's caddy actually stand for? Amazing. I've got a question word. for you after this there. All right. Uh, I have no idea. Guess. Have a guess. What caddy. word is it based on? I don't want to tell you what I think it means because it might uh, give away my next question. Okay. My my next answer. So I'm going to say that I don't know. Okay. It's based on the word cadet. No way. Yes. In 16 something, or maybe even like 15 something, Mary, Queen of Scots, went to study in France and introduced the game of golf okay. to the French. Now, as a noblewoman, you're not carrying your own clubs, are you? So she had people carry the clubs for her. Okay. And those French people who were carrying the clubs for her were from the military. They were military cadets. So. That's very interesting. Basically, they started calling them cadets, 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 cadets. Caddy, but caddy. obviously that's not really a good word. Slowly, slowly, slowly as it mo moved on, right? People who carried the clubs became caddies because it was an easy word to pronounce than cadets. That's very, That's very where it interesting. Comes from. That's where it comes from. That's a very good question. And I, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of gutted that I didn't know the answer to that. It's, it's, what, it's one I'm, of those things. I'm actually gutted that I never asked the question, what does caddy actually stand for? What's the origin of the word? I'm usually quite curious like that. But, you know, I've, I'm, I'm actually really surprised. Coming from somebody who's bought a license plate. <laughs> that says caddy. That says caddy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very good question, which brings me to my question for you. Go on. Go on. I just thought of this after you asked me your question. Yes. 
where does the word for when you shout for in the golf course come from? Um, I, 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 I tell you what, I, a long time ago, I read about this. Okay. Um, I mean, it's from Scotland, isn't it? Yes. And it's something like, is this a Sc- it's a Scots. Is it like a Scottish word? Like, uh, no. Ish. It is from Scotland. Yeah, I, I remember. Like, I remember that. But I tell you, what, I, d- I don't know. It was some fame. Some I don't know that the, the like the history like you did, like you just gave me. But basically, what it means is it was some uh, what do you call it royalty. Yeah, and had a caddy with him. Yeah, and his name was Four. Right, and he wasn't very good at golf. Okay, the golfer wasn't very good yeah, at yeah. golf. So every time he would hit a bad shot, he would shout to his caddy, which his name was Four. Yeah. He goes, Four! So that, that way, the caddy knew where to go to pick up the ball. And then Four kind of stuck. <laughs> and then that's what Four means. Nice. Brilliant. I have another question for you. Go on. You've heard, it's nothing to do with history. Um, you, you've heard of, um, of, obviously, the sick arm lock putter. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who owns sick arm lock putter? Arm lock putters. Who owns it? Yeah, the company that owns it. This is not probably that question. This is more me telling you, like this giving you like information in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I should read a little bit about them. Um, so sick, sick. It's, a, it's an ex-player, is it? Mm, yeah, ish. Sick. St- I think it stands for like something in kinetics. Uh, S- standing in kinetics. Something. Yeah, you're, you're right. It actually says it on my on my, on my head cover. Mm. But um, sick. Actually, it was like a an, an American company mm-hmm. that just started by themselves, yeah. like tightless, like any other company. Long ago, yeah. And um, they thought that they could. They had this idea to make le- the D lofting putt. Yeah. So we start that right. one bit is six degrees, then That's it's right. five degrees, then it's four degrees. They pattern that. Nobody else could use it, which is very very smart. Mm-hmm. Um. So then they got quite big. You Bryce, know, the because Bryce, knows yeah, 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 and then LA Golf that make LA the golf, yeah. really, really good, expensive, expensive golf shafts, shafts. Yeah, they bought sick. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, cool. But do you know who is the two professional players that are big investors? Bryson. Bryson is one of them. Brooks. Nope. Oh, I mean, they wouldn't be investors together. There might they? be, but no. Um, there's two big players. One is Bryson, and and then there's another one. And then there's another one. Yes. Is he, is he American? Or is it a she? No, no, no. It, he is American. He is American. Is then he top 10? Yes. Really? I don't know. It's a trick question, that one. Oh. He may he may be on live, so... <laughs> he may be on live, Dustin Johnson? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so DJ no and um, and Bryson are like the main investors for 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 LA Golf, Ooh. which bought Sick Golf. I tell you what, no, now that I, now, now now that you say, it, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, I saw like Dustin Johnson like advertised for LA Golf, so yeah, it makes sense. See, I've never seen. I've seen obviously what's Ooh. his name. I've seen Bryson advertise LA Golf yeah, and, yeah, and Sick, time. obviously. Yeah. But I've never uh, heard about DJ being a being an investor, like a big big investor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mark Bentley was the one that told me, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't cool. know that. Really nice. Yeah. Brilliant. Anyway, which brings us on to the next bit, which has nothing to do with what we're just talking about. <laughs> That's a bad transition. Come on. It's a very bad transition. Right. Um, the top 100 most influential people in golf list has like been Tiger released. Woods, number one. Easy. Tiger Woods is number one. Number Niall Horan, for some reason. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's probably like, you know, top, you know, quite, quite up there. It's, well, I don't know where it is Dude, now. Dude, he hosts, like... I think it's like the what's it called IHPS Honda event in like Northern Ireland or something. 
I don't know. But he's quite high up. There's a lot of people. Um, Rick Shields is like number 27, number 26, yeah. which is very, very cool. Yeah. There's a bunch of good, good golf and a number 44. Yeah. I thought they'd be a lot higher than that, if I'm honest, because uh, I think they're getting a lot of young people playing Absolutely golf. Absolutely, young guys, yeah. Um, which I'm surprised they're actually that low, yeah. even though that's a great achievement. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised they're that low. Um, but yeah, it's it's a mixture. It's a pretty decent list. Justin Thomas, number 42. Again, I think that's pretty... Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, number Brooksy. four. I'm not, obviously, I'm not, I'm not going to go through every single one. But th- there's a lot of uh, people. There's a lot of commentators. And a lot of commentators. And there's a lot of people that you don't, you've never heard of these, pe- these people. Mainly, m- mainly commentators and all that. You yeah. know, do you know what, right? I'm, I'm going to try and find it. It's the top five. I think I know like t- Tiger Woods. Let me find it. It's, uh, tell me if you know these people. Rory McIlroy, no, 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 number. No, that, that's number 10. That's Rory is number 10. All oh, right, okay. Right? Mike McCarley. He his face rings a bell. President of golf at NBC Sports golf Channel. Okay, yeah, I mean executive guy. But do you think he's, he's more important for golf than Rory? Maybe. Okay, fair enough. For like no, corporate, no you know, monetization. Andrew Yoriu, he's definitely Greek. Definitely. One hundred percent. No clue, mate. Yeah. Appa- yeah. Apparently, Again, he's number guy. seven. Corporate Very guy. corporate. Chip Brewer, president of C and, and CEO Top of golf Top Golf Callaway brand. Number six. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Look, influencer doesn't just have to mean like the famous, right? You know, no, 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 no. In the game. No, so. I completely agree. But then Jay Monahan. Jay Monahan is number five in a bad way. Influencing the mm. game in a bad way. Yeah. Uh, Mike One. Yeah, I've, I've, CEO yeah, yeah, of the yeah. of the uh, USGA and former commissioner of the LBPGA. Yeah, LPGA. I'm sure I've heard of his name, cool. but I don't know what he looks like. Number three. Greg Norman. <laughs> no way. Obviously. Yeah, that makes sense. Number two. Number two. Martin, Martin Slummers. So this guy, you need to be very nice to. Because yes. one day, RNA. Yeah. So this guy, you're gonna need uh, someday because it's your dream to be an RNA member. Yeah. And this is, I think, this is the guy that's gonna tell you, yes or no. He's a chief executive Pop, not of the when RNA. I, not when I'm 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think he'll be around. Uh, yeah. These are the kind of people that lived until like 200. Maybe. So yeah. But wow. yeah, he's uh, golf's most powerful man in a suit. Mad, right? He's number two most yeah. influential person. Former in investment banker. Which makes sense. But yeah, it's it's it, it's, it's a very cool list. Yeah, cool there's, list. there's a lot of um yeah, interesting it's names. Really good on to know, there. actually. Yeah. So now you need to remember. Now we names. need to we need to hit them up actually, one by one. Follow our podcast, like and subscribe. Yeah, we need to get guests for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Who would be your top guest? Oh, I've, I think we have, we've we've talked about this. Can we talk about this? I I I, I rem- uh, after we finished the podcast, I went back. To my notes, because I'm we're using my phone as a camera, <laughs> and I, I've actually read my thing. Since we've got a bit of time to kill, shall I tell you mine? Yeah, yeah. So my number five, it will be Max Lamore. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of his music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he started a golf, uh, um, like brand. a golf brand, yeah. clothes brand. Which very, you, very which cool. You have I have a lot of their stuff. Bogey Boys. Bogey Boys. Very, very, very cool. I would love to sit down and talk to him. That would be a dream mm-hmm. guest. Because he's new, he started playing golf when we started playing golf. Well, mm-hmm. when, yeah, like just yeah, after COVID. Quite new as well, yeah, I remember. Um, during COVID, he started going out, and yeah, he. I think he's a very interesting character. Sweet. Um, I don't know who, I don't know on my list, but I will tell you who who they're on there. Like where Eric Anders Lang, I would love mm-hmm. to to interview. Rick Shields, obviously, I would mm-hmm. love to interview. Um, who else was on my list? Um, Harry Kane, I think, was on my list. Uh, Lando Norris, I would love to interview. Norris, yeah. Uh, who else? There was another like interesting person that I was like, oh, I would love to sit down. Um, I don't know. Th- there's a lot of interesting people out there that we can not now, obviously. Donald Trump. I don't know. He's a two handicap. 
Yeah, no. Have you seen his swing though? It's just no, but <coughs> sorry, his swing is pretty bad. Yeah, but two handicap. Yeah, it's very good. It's incredible. I'm sh- like I'm, 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 I disagree I'm, I'm, with I'm, his politics. Listen, listen, listen. I'm sure he's paid off some people to kind of just just put that as True. a what do we say? Put that as a burden. What do we say again? You know, the Americans tend to over exaggerate the handicap, and Brits tend to under. Um, what's it called? If you've seen Donald yeah. Trump's swing, I've that is Do- not a two handicap swing. No, but it actually goes straight. Okay. All right. Come Fair on. Enough. You look at some of these old boys in my club, it's the same thing. The swing looks I know, horrible. But because two. Come on, like they had like five two. different. Plus, tracks. he's not playing on easy courses. He's playing on his very difficult linksy courses. Mm. He'd be a two handicapper and courses that, that like that on that caliber. Mate. Come on. Anyway, I, I hope he is. No, but apparently he is a very good golfer. I, so. I hope he is. I mean, it makes a difference to me. I'm still pretty bad. <laughs> I'm not going to get any better. <laughs> so, Hey, we set up a goal for ourselves. 10 handicap. We did. Game. We did. We did. This time next year, we'll Start be uh, on the PGA Tour. Absolutely. Right. Last topic before we end the podcast. Winter's here. Yeah. We're not really getting out there to play much. Yeah. We do want to play. But I want to... What... I want to ask you a question. I have a list. What are the essentials that you have to have with you if you are playing winter golf. I would I would appreciate it if you didn't go off my list. <laughs> I am not reading your bloody list. Every single time the your things, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so cool. Like, Chandri's always looking at my list. This is how I'm going to do my list from now on so you can't read it. It's yeah. basically like tiny, yeah. tiny little letters. Yeah. No, go, you know, feel free to read my list. It's fine. Um... I would get a nice car so I can drive away from the course. Really? Mm. That's not on my list. Very good. Yeah. Um, playing golf in the winter is not very nice. But if you do want to get out there and play, go play. We played two, three days after Christmas. Yeah. I, I was just coming I'd off say, COVID. You know, you, what, actually what you really need mm-hmm. is a nice merino wool jumper. Okay. Very cool. I agree with you. Seriously, because you don't want to be too thick. You know, there's a lot of like, you know, these heavy, what's it called? Like, you know, wind. Um, it's just too many layers. What's it called? Yeah. Windbreakers. You don't want windbreakers whatsoever. Yeah. You can't have too many layers. No, no. I've, you know uh, what's worked for me perfectly in mm. like the deepest, darkest and the rainiest of winters? Just one layer of merino wool um, sweater, right? Not even wearing like a base layer, which is probably bad for, you know, the sweater. But yeah. you know, anyway, um, and then a waterproof. Just two layers will keep you warm, guaranteed, yeah. and will not restrict your movement. Yeah, that the and r- I've always r- restriction. I've, I've tried wearing like you know a polo yeah. inside, um, a, a like a you know whatever jumper, mm-hmm. and then another waterproof significantly affects your it, performance. Yeah, it's you, you need to be able to move basically. Like, That's number one rule. Yeah. So yeah, what change you said? Yes, winter gloves. Where rain, where waterproof gloves. Water, waterproof everything, basically. Waterproof gloves are um, absolute must. And trousers. Trousers is not as I- they're not as important as the gloves. Absolutely important. Because that club will fly off your hands if it's raining and you're not wearing gloves. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're wearing like like the, the normal glove that you're wearing, that's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. You need waterproof. The Under Armour gloves are very very good. I have a pair. I don't even take them off. I'll tell you what's not on your list. Go on. Very important. Mm. Towels. Very good. Multiple towels. You need you need towels, dry towels. You need a dry towel. You need a wet towel. You need a waterproof towel. You and you need a hand towel in your pocket. Yeah, it, there's a lot. You need. I've got waterproof uh, waterproof socks, obviously. Decent shoes to keep you warm. Mm. Uh, I think the shoes that you showed us last week on. Um, They're not going to work in the winter. Aren't no. They? First of but all, you've white. got those like, but you've got those like Nike ones, which are like you know what's it called, high top as well. The high top with like zips on the side. They're the ugliest shoe I own. They're very ugly. <laughs> Disgusting looking. 
but they're they waterproof, they're warm. The problem with them though, I wish I got them like a like half a size big. Okay. Because you want to wear thicker. You want to wear so yeah. Actually, another top tip: if you're gonna buy um, like winter shoes, get them half a size bigger because you're definitely gonna be wearing thicker socks, which I would mm. definitely recommend. Absolutely. So thicker socks. You know, if you get them right, like if you get the shoe fitted perfectly on your foot and you're wearing a thicker sock, it's not going to be very comfortable, which causes blisters. One, num- no, the number one thing that you need to have in your bag, no matter what, the, no, ma- no matter the weather, blister uh, plasters. I live and die by these things. I have them in every single pocket of every single golf bag that I own. There's been a time last year, uh, was it with you? No, I was playing with Leo up the Belfry mm-hmm. and uh, I was wearing... Uh, new Nike trainers, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that'd be fine. I'd break them in while walking. Mm-hmm. Mate, by the eighth hole, it was gone. my feet were torn. Yeah. yeah. Torn. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I it, w- it was a very, yeah, very, Yeah, when very I first bought my like, pair of Adidas, never, group, never same, again. Thing, same thing. Never it's horrible. Again. You don't want to be like out there on the, you know, furthest point away from the clubhouse and you can't walk. No, my God, mate. And it's funny because uh, me and Leo were playing that day. Uh, Stell came and found us on the back nine. And he got a lift from one of the um, receptionists, and I and I was literally I was limping. I couldn't walk anymore. Of course, I was no, like walking on on like hurts, on my yeah. tiptoes. Yeah, it was yeah. horrible. So obviously th- th- this Brilliant. guy, the pro, he he saw me and was like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "Mate, listen, this happened." He started laughing at me. He goes, "That is the biggest rookie mistake that you can possibly make wearing brand new shoes on, no a, on the on the co- on, on the on the course like this where you're walking up and down all the time." And you've got no blister plasters. That is the rookie mistake. Absolute and I was like, yeah, he mistake. was like, mate, that's your own fault. Wrong. See you later. And he just left. But yeah, I mean, you, you need. And the last thing that I would definitely say, well, two things, three things, a snood. Snood is good. Always good. What I don't like about snood is for people like me and you that wear glasses, they fog up your glasses. Yeah. So I am yet to find a snood that does not fog up my glasses. Yeah. Umbrella, obviously. I disagree with an umbrella, you know. Do you reckon? If it was, if it was proper pissing it down, you wouldn't be playing. But most of the time, it's going to be like you know raining slightly, in which case you're better off with the, you know waterproof. I agree with you, but you're not going to be holding it while playing, taking your shots. But it's just to make no because this is a problem as well because you know again in the winter you can't bring a trolley usually, right? No. So you'd have to be carrying it, and then you have to be putting it down somewhere. I agree. Yeah, and you're right. You're right. Oftentimes it's very windy. Very windy. So you're or if you're closing it and putting it back back in your bag, if there's water. Gonna be wet. Oh no no, you're right. Your I agree with you. Wet. Your grip's gonna be wet. I agree right? with you. So literally, like, you know, have a nice pair of like in you know, a waterproof bag, cover it up, cover your clubs up. I agree. Right, wear like some nice waterproof gear. Yeah, I agree. Right? You, you just, are you just are correct. Be in the element. I agree. Uh, uh, you know, and the thing is, you know, cl- trying to open and close and carry or what's over the, the umbrella, it's just gonna get your head. Um, it's just too many things happening at once. Too one. many things happening, and, and, and get you're your taking head, focus your, away from. Get your headspace away from the actual game. I so agree. You're because right. there's already so many elements, right? You don't want to be worried about opening and closing, and worried about you know this umbrella, you know, being thrown away by the wind or whatsoever. So I agree. You're right. Last thing on my on my list: hand warmers. Go to Costco. I already went to Costco and bought like thirty of them, mate. Go to Costco, rather than buy them from like I don't know the local pharma- pharmacy, which are very expensive. Yeah. Go to Costco and get a big buy a box box of hand warmers for like. I don't know, like eight pounds. They're like ten pounds or something. Yeah. There's so many in there. It's a one-use thing. You can Brilliant. like I don't know, break Absolutely. them, rub them together, whatever you have to do. Can't stress enough how important it is to have warm hands when you're playing oh, golf. Hundred percent. Every single. I mean, literally, if the, as the weather gets under ten degrees, which in, to the UK is actually really warm, right? Mm, ten yeah. degrees. But you know, when it, when it gets below ten degrees, we see like tall players wearing like a full-on mitten. Yeah. 
Which never makes sense to me. I can't imagine playing I, with a full mitten. No, no, no. They're not playing with it, but they're just warming up oh, okay, between okay, rounds okay, okay. and they're putting it in their pockets. Right, right, so right, right. They right, need right. their hands I've, warm. I've always seen these at like American golf. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, are you supposed no, no, to play you, in these? No, you're not playing in them. You just kind of like, you know, you just, you know, you you, you wear them as you walk around and right. then, you know, you take it off. So is it like it goes in, like your hand goes in and out very easily? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. That, that's what the yeah. point is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is. Right. Okay. So basically, I'm like you, know, you hold hold some hand warmers and get yourself in like a nice big mitten. So that's like you can actually thing. like stick them on your body. Yeah. Not yeah, not on your well. skin, yeah. but if you like if you're wearing like I'll a, tell you a what, t-shirt. And what else you... is quite important as well? Keeping your clubs warm, like not during the round, but before the round. Like you know how? What do you mean? No, like you know, don't don't keep them in your boot. Why? Because when you get on the first tee and you take out the club when you're on the first tee, right? Yeah. You don't want to be touching ice cold. Grips. But you're not going to be touching ice cold grips because you're going to be wearing waterproof gloves. But it just feels very different. The ice cold, mate. I've done it before and it just didn't feel well. I've never noticed that before. I, yeah. I don't think I can agree with you. Okay. Because if it's raining and I'm wearing those waterproof gloves, yeah. I'm not going to feel no, the cold. But no, but they're not like, they're not, they're still quite like thin. You can still feel the ice cold. I mean, we're not talking about like five degrees. We're talking about literally like in a zero degree weather. Mate, if it's zero right. degree weather, the last place on earth you're going to find me is at a golf club. <laughs> Saying that, last year, four days after Christmas, we were playing golf in Nottingham at the Nottingham yeah, that was cold. And that was freezing that cold. That was freezing cold. But we had still had a good time. We did. I, was, I had COVID. You did. I did. And it was, yeah, it was nice. Anyway. That is it for this week's podcast. We actually said, like, we, d- we didn't have much to talk about today. And we're like, yeah, let's just do a quick 45-minute e- e- episode. Yeah, 30-minute 30, 30 episode, 15-minute episode. Yeah, and say then, hi and, and say bye. And our, yeah, an hour in, we just, uh, we just finished. I've got stuff on my list that I haven't talked about. No way. Save it for next time. Oh, wow. Amazing. Great. Right. That is it for the podcast. Please, guys, like, subscribe, uh, comment, and we will see you next week. Right? Take care. Bye.